If you think that branding is just colors and fonts and logos, and you think that your branding doesn't matter or that you haven't put any effort into your branding that you know of, you got another thing coming for you. Because in today's episode, I have got on the fabulous Elizabeth, who is the CEO of Studio Classica. She helps with a myriad of different things. So for example, sales pages, landing pages, creating a brand design for coaches and online entrepreneurs. She really knows her ship when it comes to branding and what makes a powerful brand. And we talk about a lot of things in this episode, but we speak a lot about how actually you do have a brand, whether you've put any effort into it or not, how it's not possible to be a six-figure entrepreneur without one. We talk about how you can streamline your client service and experience by having strong branding, how to attract high ticket clients with strong branding. And of course, we like to keep it really practical here on High Impact. So she's also going to give us some tips for how we can elevate our brand really, really simply elevate our sales pages so that we experience higher conversions and we attract higher quality clients. So you're going to enjoy this one. Without further ado, here is Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, I want to get straight off the bat talking about branding because that's something that I personally find really interesting. And I know that a lot of people potentially don't really know about or are uninformed about. They think maybe branding is just a logo or just your colors. And there's a lot in the online coaching industry, on the online space where people, and we spoke about this briefly before we clicked record anyway, but where people say, oh, you don't need to worry about your branding. You can still make six figures without worrying about all that stuff. What are your thoughts on that and maybe some misconceptions around what branding is and how important it actually is for your business? Mm -hmm. So I love talking about branding and, you know, it could go either way. I've heard and seen it both ways. Like I've seen people, yes, I've seen people build six figure, seven figure businesses with no branding, supposedly no branding, as they say. Um, but you know, it's, it is there. And so, and you also hear the advice, like, yes, it's super important. You need to figure out your brand, figure out your identity and the, you know, it can go either way. And, and I like to think if you, if it's something that's going to keep you stuck, like, oh, I need to figure out my branding or, or my visual branding, let's say like my low, like starting with basics, my logo, my colors, my fonts, if that's going to keep you stuck for like weeks or months, which I have seen happen. Uh, then you need to move on and maybe it shouldn't be as important as they say it is because it's keeping you stuck from making sales, getting clients, growing your business. So branding is that. It's like an interesting topic. You know, how much importance you should give it. It depends on, you know, how much does it keep you stuck or how much confidence does it give, you know, either side of it. And what do you think is the misconception about branding? Because you just sort of mentioned the colors, the logo, and that can keep people very much <laughs> in a cycle of procrastination. They're like, I have to have the perfect logo before I can even create an Instagram page. So <laughs> we're obviously branding goes a lot deeper than that though. And you were saying that a lot of coaches say, oh, like, yeah, I did it without branding. But is that true? Is that actually true? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the biggest misconception is like, one that that's not true. That's not true. They probably be. gave some thought to it. Yeah, like it's, it's impossible because you're because then the misconception is that your branding are those things that I just mentioned. But that's just the starting point. Because your brand, I'm sure you know what your brand consists of, of everything 
it, it consists of everything you are and how you show up and online and how your potential clients perceive you as a business or as a, a personal brand, you know, that, you know, so your brand is an extension of who you are. So, you know, of course, if you're making, if you've already been in business, you have thought about your branding because you've thought about how do you show up on social media? How do you show up on your website or inside your coaching programs? That all encompasses your brand. So it's, it is your logo and your colors and your fonts, but it's also your, you know, the way you take your photography. It's the way, it's the words that you use, the language that you use or don't use when you do social media or show up, you know, um, it, it includes your, the whole experience a client has with you. It, that is your brand though. So everything from the colors to the way you talk to the way that they feel inside your program. It is literally you as a business owner and everything you're putting out there is part of your brand, isn't it? And well, at least it should be, it should be intentional. And Mm -hmm. I really like what you said about the messaging and I I talk about messaging all the time and how -hmm. important that is to get it right and to appeal to certain people and also to show off who you are as well. How does branding allow you to sort of showcase who you are in that, in that sort of sense? And how can you kind of uncover how to speak and maybe what things to say or what not to say. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a process, you know, you have to really dive into what I think is you have to really dive into who you are and your personality. And, um, you know, that's different for every person, but a really great way to do this is, is it, maybe it's a bit cliched, but like this Pinterest exercise where you make a dream board or a vision board of, of it, it could be for a brand board, but like who you are, it can encompass like what you like, what you envision for your business. And it's kind of a combination of the vision board exercise and then like a mood board exercise. But that like do this little exercise in Pinterest and you, you it can help visualize your brand if you're ha- if you're having if you're struggling with like what is my brand or what is my personality or who am I? You know, that's if you're a visual, if you're a writing, if you're a person who likes writing um, and I've done this exercise a lot where you like write down all the adjectives or in the top top five things you like, write down like what's your ideal birthday, what's your ideal travel destinations. And that starts to really dig out like who you are, too. I really like that. In, Sometimes yeah. when people ask us like, and, and who are you? Describe yourself. Our mind just goes completely blank. And you're like, I have no idea who I am. And you spiral into an existential crisis. How important (laughs) are things like values in Mm -hmm. your personal Uh, brand? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Great question. That's kind of the next step here is where, you know, you really should dive into the values. But okay, so there's a couple of things like your mission. What's your mission? What's the whole point of your business? Why do you wake up every day to do what you do? You know, so what's your mission? And then what's your vision for your business? Those two things are a bit different. Uh, but yeah, your mission, your vision, and your values. That is also part of your brand. And understanding that is, you know, another component of what is your brand. And you know, after that, I love to dive into what are your goals for your business because that also determines your brand and where you focus your energy. Because we all have slightly different, we all have very different goals, I think. So these all these pieces are like what helps to uncover that whole what is your brand and what does that look like? Why is it important to know your values and to be able to communicate that across to your audience? Mm-hmm. Your values, by the way, a lot of even established business owners, I see they, they say like, oh, it's really hard to articulate my values. 
but basically your values are what, what, like if you draw a line, what, what are you going to do and what are you definitely not going to do as a business owner? So like your values, you know, your value might be that you always respond quickly to your clients, but in a, um, like within boundaries, so like nine to five, Monday through Friday, and you, but your values are that you value, you know, quick response, responsive, supportive communication, but within reason, <laughs> like that's a value. So I, you know, I, I think the values helps define what you do in business, like what you will do and what you won't do in business. Yeah. And it can kind of also come into client experience then as well, which we are going to mm-hmm. speak about. So how can branding also attract your more premium high ticket clients? Mm-hmm. Good question. So the so if you have given intentional thought to all these pieces of your brand, then the the result of that is that you are portraying yourself and who you are and who you serve in a very clear, consistent, um, you know, high quality, ideally high quality sort of way. And when a potential client comes to your place online, whether that's a podcast or your Instagram or your website, and they come to that place where you, that's a kind of your home, uh, then they will get, the ideal is that they get a very clear, you know, Im- impactful impression of who you are. And they then instantly feel like they trust you. They feel like they they might they like, they like you or they don't like you pretty clearly. Like, you know, if it's, if, if you get done your job of communicating your brand well, they can tell, yes, I like this person. I feel like I'm in the right place. I feel like they're going to understand and care about me if I, you know, buy their low ticket offer or invest in their high coaching offer or, or whatever it is you're offering. So the, that, um, the, having that brand in place can like really help build that trust factor or that no like trust factor. And then those clients will like more quickly take the leap to work with you. That's the yeah, so it can, yeah. So it can almost play a part in, I t- I've spoken before and I've actually done an episode recently on the podcast about attraction and repelling people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and how it's a good thing. We want to repel some people. And I think having that strong brand is a really good way of, of doing that. And, and something you mentioned there as well, people can know really quickly whether they want to work with you or whether they're someone that, you know, that would be a good fit for you and vice versa. And I think we do have to kind of make these decisions. We have to make an impression really quickly these days, don't we, as well? I mean, people have the attention spans of goldfish right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about how you can actually use branding. And we're going to speak about Kajabi because I know that Kajabi is something you're very familiar with and you use a lot and help people, you know, design landing pages, sales pages, all that good stuff. How can you use that to streamline your client processes? and the, and the mm-hmm. client experience. Yeah. So that branding is that first piece, that attraction piece, like if we use this word, um, you know, that attracts people into your world. And then what happens after that is super important for their experience working with you, because in the long run, that initial, you know, 24 to 40 hours after somebody signs up to work with you, if they have a really good experience, they're like, I don't know, like 80% more, like some big percentage more likely to stay with you a long time and, and to refer potential clients, you know, so having repeat clients, having referral clients is, I, I, it's for what I've seen in my business and in a lot of my clients is a great way to sustain a profitable and successful business. So, um, having that 
great client experience is the next step after you have that branding piece in place to attract those people. So, and, what would, and I love Kajabi as part of that. hundred <laughs> percent. So I've, I work with Kajabi. I've been working with Kajabi for about like four months now, I would say. And I really enjoy it. I love it. How can you use Kajabi specifically then to improve your client process? Like what does it actually look like? So, you know, I love Kajabi and, you know, (laughs) I think that it's a great platform and I will say disclaimer, it's not necessarily the right platform for everyone. So I don't like just push it on people without an intention of understanding their business because there's, there's a couple of great platforms out there. And whether you do Kajabi or you do another platform like Kartra or, or a couple other platforms, but let's say you do something, you know, the idea is that you're using a tool, a really great tool that helps you have everything in one place. So Kajabi is great. If you can have everything that you need for your client experience all in one platform, which saves you a massive amount of time and headaches and stress to try to connect for four to six different platforms. Um, and so what that looks like tangibly, you know, with client experience is, is, let's say you have some kind of offer that you have like a, a mini course, a course, a membership or a coaching program, um, some kind of digital product, um, but mainly like knowledge-based or a coaching-based product. And you want to onboard clients, right? So how do you do that? Kajabi is a really great tool to take people from point A to Z to signing up with you and being part of your like coaching world, right? <laughs> so that's, Love yeah, Kajabi, we can dive into this more too. Yeah, dive in. Let, let's hear it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So we all like you, you're familiar. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably less familiar with sales pages, landing pages, you know, your freebie opt-in pages, right? So, you know, these are all p- pages you need to design. And Kajabi makes it easy and possible to do this. And so, you know, I love the starting point for a lot of programs is the sales page. So we we create a very beautiful sales page and then what happens after people sign up in, if you're not using a tool like Kajabi and what I've seen with, uh, you know, a few of our clients is they, their onboarding process. So after somebody's paid, but then their onboarding process, they um, it's all manual. It's like 13 steps. It's something they're doing manually. It takes them a couple hours, you know, with, with these clients. And that's all of that can be automated and streamlined and like save you all this time. Um, if you use a tool like Kajabi. So that's that's the, the flip side of it. Why people are thinking to switch to Kajabi is, is it's going to save you those time, save you that time, and you don't have to manually do all those steps when you have a new client. So, you know, what does that look like? You've got the sales page. Okay, they have, here's the button. Check out, here's your payment plan options. You know, maybe you have two or three payment plan options. You can set all of that up in Kajabi. It's really easy. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've seen that, Katie, you know, you can set up then, you know, after somebody purchases your, your offer, then it's really nice. You can make a beautiful thank you page. Um, I love to send people to nice thank you page, which then can give them what's that next step. Um, you know, the whole idea is you're always thinking of what's that next step that they're going to need to take. And you want to stay two steps ahead of your clients. And like, you've thought through everything and you've like laid out the road for them. And that's the whole, like, that's the beauty of, um, you know, the client, ex- creating a great client experience and using a tool like Kajabi helps you make it like a smooth journey in your, in your, um, in your onboarding process. Yeah, for sure. Because if someone doesn't feel like you don't want to handhold necessarily, but 
if they don't feel guided throughout the process or like if they feel uncertain throughout the process about what's going to happen next or where is my login information or, you know, even uh, something like reaching out after the program through via automated emails being like, how are you getting on with module one? Mm-hmm. Any questions? So they actually feel supported because I think a lot of times people buy something, they purchase something, they're really excited about it. And that's kind of it. That's the only touch point after that that they have mm-hmm. with the person who they bought the program from, which can create feelings of disappointment, disenchantment, all the all the disses. And they just don't have that great experience with you and are therefore less likely to buy from you again or refer people onto you again, as you said before, mm-hmm. which is such an important part of business. I mean, word of mouth marketing is gold really mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's beautiful so yeah it's it's all about like keeping your clients feeling supported and appreciated and you know excited for them that they're in your world now or or that they're again that they bought something again and or, or they're like sharing it with their with their friends like that's part of creating the great client experience so 100%. And what are some things that you would say from a design perspective that can really elevate a sales page, for example, that can help people be more likely to think, oh, God, this program looks amazing. I want I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple great things you, you can include is like an over like a mock-up, a graphic, like a graphic that kind of helps people visualize what's in the program, even if it's a coaching program and it's not a course. You can still like a really great mock-up. It's it, like, you know, those computer screens and there's like a laptop and a, a tablet, an iPhone, a desktop. And on every screen, there's like stuff that's included. And we always like including this graphic, but it really helps people like, okay, here's what I'm getting. You know, when I invest this much, I'm here's what I get. And it just makes it, you know, and people need to see what they're getting, right? Especially in the digital world where they're not getting something physical uh, most of the time. So that's one great element. Another great element is just a lot of, you know, this is common, but photos of you, but really photos of you, like looking at the camera and smiling, it really helps people feel more connected. And especially like at the end of the page, we like to do this because of the, um, you know, they feel like it draws people in and there's more connection, um, you know, to have the photos with, with you, like actually looking at the camera. Um, that's like a subtle thing (laughs) yeah really simple Um, but effective things that anyone can implement that that Mm -hmm. can make a big difference for sure Mm -hmm. Mm yeah I really like that there's so many things that we include like having for example having a countdown timer is really effective to give people that sense of urgency like okay I need to join before this deadline and I need to make a decision before the deadline and so that's a good thing to include if it's if it's relevant um, and then another one, well, well, another one is if there are, if there's a signature framework that you offer, having some kind of visual of that could be really effective. Or if it's some kind of course with modules or coaching program with modules, uh, you know, having a breakdown of those like six, like the six weeks of that course can really help people see like, okay, this is my learning journey. Yeah. I'm really excited. I want to like, some like one little detail of a sales page can really attract people in and make a difference. Yeah. And make it really tangible for them. Because I think sometimes mm-hmm. if you're selling a digital product or something that maybe, if, especially if it's a coaching program as well, where it's not like they're getting an actual product 
like you know they just need to be able to understand what the journey will look like for them and be able to envision the process that they're going to be taken through which I think is really really important Mm -hmm. and I don't think enough people actually do that for their customers online I don't think I see that enough of Mm -hmm. that so I know hiring a designer can be something that especially if you're earlier on in your business may be a little out of reach financial wise so what about DIYing your branding like Mm -hmm. how can you make sure that you're doing that still effectively (laughs) maybe Mm -hmm. without the budget so like things like Canva like thoughts on that Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, Canva is a really great tool, but it's a rabbit hole and there are so many great templates on there that it's actually easy to start to get a really inconsistent brand if you're so, sort of finding all these templates and trying to customize them to fit your branding, then you feel like, so th- at least I can tell when it's like a Canva template and it's a scattered combination of different templates, it's very easy to tell and it's not consistent. So Canva is great. There's nothing wrong with using that. Uh, but what I, if you're going to DIY, what I recommend is there are great like template packs out there, um, and and I don't have I'm, I don't have any to sell myself right now. But you know, there's great websites like on Etsy. You can go look for them on a website called CreativeMarket.com. You can go look at for these templates on um, you know individual designers. A lot of individual designers do have these kind of templates. So it, it, as a starting point, for example, Instagram social media graphic templates. Um, I don't know, maybe you can have this, have these, but um, you know, these, these are easy to find. And that's a great starting point because at least you'll buy like a set of 50 templates that are all designed to match together. So that, and then those are Canva templates that you can go and edit. That's a great starting point to DIY. If you're going to go that route, there's nothing wrong with DIY. Do you think there's a right time to hire a designer? And do you think there's such thing as too soon to hire a designer to do your branding? Hmm. I, I, you know, we've worked with people who are new in their business, but they, they're not, um, but they, they're ready to invest. And they, they, the biggest thing is you're, you're ready to design when you, sorry, you're ready to hire a designer when you, when you have a very clear offer. If you're not sure of what your coaching program looks like, you're not sure really how to market a client, you're better off investing in coaching <laughs> and uh, business coaching to understand how to grow your business and how to, you know, craft your offers, your signature offers. The right time to hire a designer is when you have a proven offer and you by then you have a proven way to you know, make income in your business. And that's a great time to hire a designer um, to, in, to work with, to develop the branding and the sales pages and the course and the platform or, or your Kajabi platform or wherever it is. And by then you've got you know, a clear idea of your offers. And I think it's important to really understand that first. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's great that you've been so transparent about that, that actually there are a couple of things you need in place before we can properly help you and actually make the most of the experience and the investment that you're that you're putting towards this. So yeah, I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. So, and if someone is ready to hire a designer, how can they find you and get in touch with you? Yeah, definitely. And if you're ready to you know launch your Kajabi website or you have Kajabi already for like a year or a couple months and you're and you're like okay I want to get serious about this um you know we um, go to our website studioclassica.com and you can check out what we do and if you're thinking about Kajabi we have a really great checklist which is like what to do when you're first starting your Kajabi account and it's um on our website a free download 
uh, the Kajabi checklist. It's on our homepage. Brilliant. Okay. And all those details will be in the show notes below, as well as Elizabeth's Instagram that you can go and follow as well. Check out all her work. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for, for coming on today. I've really enjoyed this. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this um, and they can start elevating their branding straight away based, based on what you've taught us today, which I'm, yeah, I think they'll really appreciate. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie.